0: this journey. Confidence in abstaining is not a conversation that I hear often, so let's have it. I know it sounds really woo-woo, and I don't really care because this is science. These are studies. They've been peer-reviewed, but I don't care. Outside of all of that, whatever, Here are some things you should know. Many have reported experiencing a number of mental benefits, including increased happiness, boosted confidence, increased motivation and willpower when practicing abstinence. And why do we think this is? If you don't know, we're going to find out today. Because I am just learning myself and I want to share that with all of you. Those who have said no to sex until marriage or wait to engage in sex unless they are in a committed monogamous or committed ethical non-monogamous relationship are more satisfied later in life with their partners and have shown to have longer sustaining relationships that are built on trust. And this may sound like common sense or it may sound like some Bible pushing rhetoric, but it's not. It's just science and the results of studies performed on hundreds of thousands of people. I know there are billions of us on this floating rock, but a couple hundred thousand of us have experienced these benefits and you can find these studies in the show notes as I like to link my sources. That way we can all do our own research. Don't get me wrong though. Abstinence as a lifestyle is not to say that sex is bad because it is not. It's just not inherently bad. And I I don't appreciate conversations around abstinence that make it this or that, right or wrong. Either you practice this or you don't. And if you don't, then you're bad. That's not true. What can be detrimental to your health is ignoring the psychiatry, psychology of sex, right? Let's pay attention to the science of sex, Two, not just the science of the timelines, the fact that sex is good for your health. That's science. That's the truth. Not only is it proven to boost your immune system, lower your blood pressure and reduce the risk of prostate cancer, it can also improve your mood. Physical intimacy, whether with yourself or as a part of a couple, can trigger the release of chemicals in the brain, including dopamine, oxytocin, and endorphins that are body's natural pain, stress, and anxiety fighters. While after orgasm, the body releases prolactin, which can lead to feelings of relaxation. Again, this is just science, you know? This is just the studies, the facts. So if you're opting out, according to a study published in the Archives of Sexual Behavior, 15% of 20 to 24-year-olds born in the 1990s reported that they had not had a sexual partner since they were 18. The last generation with as high as an abstinence rate as us today Was in the 1920s. So that's pretty fitting. A hundred years later, hundred and two, since it's twenty twenty-two now, but the study was done in 2020. About a hundred years later, we are as abstinent as we were then. And I wonder why. Now, you could say, you could say that the pandemic. Did a number on us a little bit here. And it did. It did. I mean, all of that hoopla did have people a little anxious when it came to engaging in sexual activity, especially with people that they weren't previously engaging in sexual activity with. And if you weren't already having sex with somebody or a few people prior to the pandemic, now you... Probably are less willing to engage in the same amount of casual sex that you were engaging in before. Call it what it is. You can call it the COVID sex anxiety. But this trend is one to pay attention to because that age range of 20 to 24 right? That's when they're telling people to sow their oats and try all the fishes in the sea and figure out the things that you like. But for some odd reason, and let's just make it clear that this trend was on the uptick even prior to the pandemic. So about 2018, 2019, when they started conducting these studies and doing this research, they were already noticing this trend. So it was already happening it was already happening and we need to pay attention to it. I'm 25 and I started my abstinence journey at about 21. Um, and I'll say that that's when I began because that's when I began intentionally abstaining from sex. Before then, it was just well, I'm not having sex right now because I I don't desire to have sex with anybody right now and I Don't want to have sex with my previous sexual partner because they piss me off, you know, or something like petty like that. And then we would a week or two later. So I wasn't really intentionally abstaining. It was quite emotional responses to when I was or was not having sex if I was not in a relationship. Now, over the last four years, I am very intentional about why I am not having sex, why I am abstaining from sex. And so confidence, confidence is is a conversation that we aren't having. And I find that these studies of these young people in my age range who are expressing that they're experiencing more confidence, more happiness, more willpower. That's a big one there. And more motivation simply because they made the conscious choice to have less sex for a while how long depends on the person even i have changed my timeline i was someone who was intentionally abstaining from sex and i wasn't initially waiting until marriage i just said oh i think i'll do three four months then i did that and then i said oh well i don't really see much reason to stop and i was dating and then Well, here we are four years later and I'm still dating. So I'm still having a great time. Trust me, a wonderful time. And so confidence is something I have noticed in myself shift once I started to abstain. And I can be very honest and transparent here and admit that when I first began abstaining, when I was literally... You know, like 20 going on 21. That's why I said about 21. But, you know, I'm 20, 21 years old. I wasn't super confident in abstaining. In the previous episode, if you haven't, please go back and listen to episode two of this current season we're in, which is what? Season four. I talked about anxiousness and attachment styles and how when you first start navigating, your abstinence and what that looks like to you, what it means to you, you can start to develop an anxiety which does decrease your confidence. The key here is to not sit in that. I know that especially if you're someone who wants to actively date, who is participating in dating, who is actively dating as they are abstaining, Your confidence is something that you have to be in absolute control of. You have to be sure of yourself. You cannot be easily swayed out of your conviction because when you do make a vow of abstinence i made a vow of abstinence some people call it a promise others just say they're abstaining i feel that these all have varying levels of seriousness depending again on the person that you are asking my vow of abstinence is quite serious i take it very serious i take it personal and My confidence is also something that I take quite serious and I take it personal. And when I started abstaining, I thought it was a bit strange that I felt less confident. And I realized that came from my anxiety around dating again once I was really intentional about abstaining because I didn't know how people would respond. I didn't know how men would respond. And Yeah, (laughs) we can say nine times out of 10, most men received it as a challenge. They thought that something traumatizing had happened to me. Um, A lot of men thought that I probably just had a really bad breakup. And that's where this all started from. Um, And other men didn't make any other assumptions other than I haven't had the right kind of sex yet, right? So do with that what you may. And that started to take a toll on my young, impressionable mind. And my mind is still young and impressionable. But, you know, back then, 2021, my confidence was quite uh, confused. I won't say it was low. My confidence was not low. It was confused because I wasn't sure if I should be leading with this conversation or if I should be waiting to be guided to this conversation with someone. And what I've learned in these four years of abstaining is that, and I'm going to speak to the community that I know best, which would be what identify as. So that is a black woman. That is a cisgendered, 25 years young black woman who dates men. <laughs> what I am finding, what I would suggest, what I have experienced and has yielded the best results is that you should be led to this conversation. This is going to improve your confidence. Hear me out. Instead of walking into all of your dating experiences as an as opportunity to prove your confidence, how sure you are in your abstaining and how you just, you know you ain't never going to be on your back ever again in nobody's bedroom until you got a ring on your finger. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, instead of doing all of that, <laughs> instead of doing all of that, because let's be honest, you don't know. I can say confidently as a woman who is abstaining and is now abstaining until marriage and has been doing this intentionally for years, I don't ever even to myself go, because I know a thousand percent for sure, what I'm not, I don't know that. That is my intention. And that is how I've been living my life. So I have every intention of not having sex until I'm married I do not know this to be true for sure. <laughs> I may meet a man, we may be in a relationship for however long we are in it, and I might decide I would like to have sex with this man. That's my choice, and I'm not gonna feel bad about it. I also may meet a man and we get into a relationship, and it's so wonderful and it's so fulfilling, I'm even I'm convicted even more to hold steadfast. In my abstinence journey, I'm convicted even more because I'm like, oh, I so respect and honor this relationship that I want it to be able to be at at its at its at its best. I want to be at my best. I want us to go the distance where my conviction and abstaining will be strengthened. Uh, by way of that relationship and that man. I don't know who's to say, who's to say. I'm not going to argue. I'm just going to give you value. So confidence in abstaining comes with you understanding that this is not a journey where you are supposed to be proving how you are holier than thou, because you aren't, you aren't. Even if you are someone who has not had sex before, I don't really enjoy the word virgin. I don't. I don't enjoy the word. Look it up. Look up virgin and look up all of the things it means. Not too fond of it. But what I will say is if you are someone who has not had sex yet, one, don't be in a rush to have sex. Two... It doesn't make you better than anybody else on the planet it it does not. And if you are someone who has had sex and has now chosen to abstain, like me, and you're very new to this journey, or maybe you've been doing it for a year or a couple of months and you're starting to feel swayed because your confidence in this is confused, I want you to reevaluate why you even began. And I want you to sit with those intentions of why you even began and ask yourself if you even started abstaining with the best of intentions. Because sometimes sometimes people do, I feel, start to abstain because they want to prove themselves to another person, to a community, and Who and who you are not having sex with, when and when you are not having sex, really isn't anybody's business. Now, I do have a whole podcast about it, so I do put it out on Front Street, but I do that because I'm convicted to do so. And I am convicted to do so because I know that there are young women, young men, young people, persons out there who Are walking this path and their confidence is confused, who are walking this path and they aren't sure if they should stay on it and and they're starting to get swayed and people are getting in their ear and starting to make them feel like they're missing out and they've made the wrong choices. You haven't. You have not made the wrong choice. You've made the best choice for you at this time. At this time, you've made the best choice for you. And there are so many other ways. I'm excited for these episodes, but we have to talk about these things first, okay? But there are so many other ways to be physically intimate with a person that I feel that sex at times, and let's be clear here about the kind of sex we're talking about. I'm talking about heterosexual, penetrative, focused. Sex, so very focused on the phallus, very focused on a penis entering into a vagina, like very like that kind of sex makes us all very unimaginative and like honestly repressed in our sexual expression. There are so many other ways to be close, to be intimate, to share in orgasm, if you may, with another person. That doesn't have to be so focused on that. First of all, the focus, like I said, I'm excited about these, the focus of sex should not even be an orgasm. That's why you're not orgasming, because you're focusing on orgasming. And um, it's a beautiful thing, confidence and abstinence. When you begin to abstain, you will notice yourself yeah being a bit confused at first because you know it gets a little gets a little sticky out there as drake says um especially when you're dating because people do think it's a challenge people do think sometimes people think you're doing it because of a lack of confidence and i would say to be abstaining and then to be publicly abstaining so to make it a thing that you discuss Um, requires a lot of confidence because it is not the popular thing to do, right? And so anything that is not the popular thing to do means you probably have a bit more confidence than the next person because you're doing it and then you're talking about it. So there's no shame in your game. With me and my abstinence journey, I'm not... I am not unwilling to discuss the things that I've learned the things that I've experienced because I do not want anybody else to feel isolated and I used to feel very isolated in this experience none of my friends abstained I don't know any of my friends to have ever practiced abstaining intentionally and yeah and I talked to them about it We all talk, we all share. I've had friends start to consider, but I'm not here preaching the gospel of abstinence. I didn't even start abstaining for any religious reasons. They were spiritual, but they weren't religious. Usually, when I say I'm abstaining, people go straight to Christianity, and I go, that has nothing to do with it. (laughs) I love God, I love Jesus. But that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> There's nothing, nothing to do with it. And so, I want you to know that confidence and abstinence is absolutely real, and it'll, it'll get there. You'll get there. Don't worry about it. If you feel unsure of yourself while you're abstaining, just remind yourself why you started in the first place, and come back to this episode. The purpose and intent of this episode wasn't to be super heavy or hitting you with a lot of facts and education because I have a ton of episodes that are going to do that this season. So I know that every now and then you could use a reminder of why you're walking this path and a reminder to just unclench your jaw. Relax your shoulders. Why are you so tense? And, you know, a hug, a virtual hug, a hug with my voice, if you may, that reminds you that you are okay and you are confident and this is the best choice for you at this moment. So take great pride in that, you know, take great honor that you've been moved to make this sort of a decision for your life. And I hope that you're breathing deeply, and I hope that you're listening, and I do hope that you found value in today's very quick reminder of confidence and abstinence, because you are confidently abstaining for as long as you want to. And don't make anyone let you or make you feel bad because you wanted to stop abstaining for a period of time. That's your business. As always, I love you guys. We're now 30,000 monthly listeners deep. That's kind of wow. (laughs) That's a big wow for me. Um, Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I always leave these sort of announcements and things for the end because that's not what it's about. But I do acknowledge them because it's important. You all click play. <laughs> you all listen. And I, I so value you and appreciate you because y'all are my community and I'm yours. So thank you. I'll be back real soon.